Well, by God, them boys are back. We're back with the podcast in your house. 1995, triple header. We're here. Stone Cold, Stone Cold, <laughs> Stone Cold. Yep, we're back, guys. Hey, everyone. We're Less back. drunk than the last one. I mean, but drunk I'm pretty fucking, I'm pretty toasty right now. I feel pretty good. Yeah. Um, if you don't know, now you know. This is uh, Drunk in Your House, and we're back after a Trace. fucking... Drunk yeah. in your house, Trace. Trace. We had the, Trace. the extra uh, back in September. Hope you guys enjoyed that, the Glow review. Nobody did. Let's no, be honest here. That was just two drunk fools. But we're back with some In Your House, and uh, we came to, to let people know that we watched uh, In Your House 3, Triple Header, and uh, let people know we didn't want to kill ourselves that bad this time. At the beginning a little bit, but not so much towards the end. And that makes me happy, and I think we didn't drink... I mean, obviously we get pretty tanked for the most part during the other episodes, but... Beforehand. But, yeah, beforehand. This time, I was drinking during, and I didn't need to go that hard. It was only five matches, so that was nice. That was nice. Um, that still, wasn't too shabby. Still. So. Imagine if it was, uh, what was it, the, what was there, two dark matches? Yeah. yeah no, imagine. there was actually... There was three, three dark matches. So eight altogether matches for that pay-per-view. See, if that was the case, then yes, we would probably want to fucking jump out of a window because that's way too many matches. Either that right or now. that was Coliseum. Two, I think the last two are probably Coliseum home video. Probably. I mean, ones. There was the Gold Dust debut, right? Without mm, the debut. No. He was on the card, wasn't he? No, that's that the, five. That's okay. Um, that's my confusion. I'm sorry, everyone. No, there was an Undertaker match, and something else. One second. Really, doesn't matter. We just missed a bunch of undercard stuff. Yeah, Hoopla. just a bunch of ridiculous stuff. So, uh, let's break into some little bit of news. You know what I mean? Before we get into the pay per view. Oh, um, we and missed the you... Smoking Guns match. So Damn therefore, we pretty much Damn. missed life. And That's a cold dust match. You were right. You yeah, were right. I told you because he's not supposed to schedule the debut until next in your house. Because it's Duke De. I don't know. Duke the Dumpster Drosa. No, Duke De Rosa. De, Ro De Rose. Marty De Rosa. Oh, Duke De Rose. De Rose. De Rose. I'm just going. Yep. Not to be confused with the basketball player, but not Duke De Rose. Not confused with former. Chicago Bulls point guard and injury-prone motherfucker Derek Rose, <laughs> but yes, we're close. We're not a basketball podcast, guys. Not since uh, no, we're just no. not. But uh, yeah, let's break what? into some news. We got sad shit to talk about right now. Before we get into in your house, oh, that is five. I mean, Oops, I dug fucked up. Let's let's get into some sad shit, Zach. You know how many people have died over the past, like, Two? since the last podcast, a God lot of people. Damn it. We lost Hugh Hefner, we lost Tom Goddamn Petty, we lost, which made me sad. Who oh. else did we lose? It was like a whole plethora of Fucking, uh, what's his name? Um, Heenan. Well, I mean, we'll get to that. That was what the buildup was. And we lost uh, the I bad, just, the... I just blew it. The bad, the myth, the legend, Bobby the Brain Heated. And us humanoids would like to pay tribute to Bobby Heenan by just saying that you he was the greatest... Son of a bitch. He was the greatest of all time. Not manager, not commentator. He was the greatest ever at everything. 
He was amazing. Hell of a bumper. So, to retract that last one, it's not D Rose that Goldust was facing, but Hardcore Holly or Bob Holly with terrible hair. And then the other. Actually, there were nine, ten matches. So we missed an Undertaker King Mabel match, which that sounds terrible. Um, Ahmed Johnson versus Skip, another doozy and a half. Really? And then we got noises. Murder. Murder across the street, guys. Um, and Fatu and Triple H to open in a dark match. Which, who'd have thunk it that, what is this, 95? That yep. four years later, that would become a WWF title match on SmackDown. <laughs> Go fucking figure. Go figure what the future holds. So, yeah, as we're recording this right now, obviously, we talked about it's Bobby Heenan's passing. I didn't know it was Kishi. Fuck me. Yeah, you, are you new to stuff now? I, Guys, Zach's new I to didn't. stuff. I didn't know things. Send him hate mail, if you can. Do it. Um, yeah, so we got that. Um, and Name's then, Joe. Uh, Joe Hotto. Shush. Shush. <laughs> we got that jazz happening. Uh, we got the update for the TLC pay-per-view Sunday. Roman Reigns and like everyone fun. and their mother got fucking meningitis. So therefore, we have a sweeter, better updated card that will make people want to watch. So there's no S.H.I.E.L.D. reunion, but there is a return of Kurt Angle. He better drink some goddamn milk. He better. And AJ Styles versus Finn Balor, so I'm pretty amped for that. I hope everyone else is. Oh. So, uh, yeah, let's break it down. We'll get into some, uh, some in your house, because that's what you guys fucking clicked for. So, maybe, <laughs> if you're still interested. I mean, they we slacked off a lot. Yeah, we're, no, we're, we're, we're terrible. We're terrible. Like, our schedules suck. I've been working early mornings. Zach works nights. We had to find really good timing to uh, to get this uh, underway. To, you know, mutilate our brains more than possible. Right. I mean, I've been practicing for the past month, so let's just let's know stuff. All right. So, aside from that depressing shit, let's <laughs> move on to the beginning uh, of the pay-per-view. Alcoholism is a comedy. All righty. Fantastic. So we open our show with a pissed-off Puerto Rican in Savio Vega <laughs> versus Waylon Mercy, who is basically pre-Bray Wyatt before Bray that's Wyatt was Bray Wyatt, thought of. Yeah, that's Bray Wyatt before... Like, that's where he got the character from, was that... Uh, Idea. The yeah. guy, yeah, because Dan Spivey, the guy who plays Waylon Mercy, mm-hmm. came into the performance center one day and did like a speech like a talk with the guys and stuff like that and he kept trying to figure out a new character that he could do and then he was like why not try to like adapt a cool modern version of Waylon Mercy which is <laughs> funny because they win about the same amount of matches nowadays Waylon Mercy didn't win much and neither does Bray if you guys didn't get that so um where are we where is it from huh where was the pay-per-view oh from? pay-per-view was from Michigan Sanagaw. Yep, that, those are words. Sanagaw from the Civic Center. From the synagogue yes. in Detroit. Fantastic. It's it's cool, man. <laughs> we kick it off with Savio Vega versus Waylon Mercy. And, and the commentators, because it was Jim Ross, Jerry Lawler, and Vince McMahon. Vince McMahon, near orgasm. Jim yep. Ross looking unamused, because this is pre-JR and fucking the caricature that he would become of. Stone Cold! Stone Cold! <laughs> This was just chill Jim Ross going, I know wrestling. I know how wrestling I call wrestling in mine. It's fine. It's fine. You ever watch Sting Invader? I did. <laughs> like, he knows things. He knows things. 
and uh, they kick things off uh, with the match. Good, you know, back and forth. Savio with the hot, with the heat, and I know you noticed it. I noticed it with the sweet shaved Mahalo bro in the back of his head. <laughs> Because that was cool in 95. That's a thing. That and was he thing. high-fived all the little kids' faces. He, gave, he went all around the ring. He was like, I can't believe I'm I pissed off job. Puerto Rican. I'm so happy to he be He was there. more like an excited Puerto Rican. He was just like, nope, we got to get wild. Let's get wild with it. Let's get real cool Let's with it. Let's get weird. Let's, Let's get, get weird. weird. Um, yeah, no. It so, was okay. Good for... heat, Good heat though, from the beginning with Savio. Because then he just comes in like a fucking ball of fire. Take it down Wayland Mercy. And then uh, that kind of breaks down a little bit. Waylon gets the upper hand at some point, starts doing some wear down moves, a little back and forth, getting getting kind of rowdy. And then Savio starts hitting some sweet comebacks, nice little fucking spin kick maneuver that knocked him down for a two count. But then the finish comes when Savio hits his vintage, if we will, Michael Cole it, um, vintage spin heel kick for the one, two, three. And uh, Savio wins the match. So what'd you think of it? It was okay. Yeah, well, I didn't nothing, mind it. Nothing spectacular. No, nope, wasn't something I'd write Not home to mom I'm about. Gonna, gonna, you know, blog on the internet about anytime soon. I mean, we are podcasting about it. Shh, it's not a blog. <laughs> but it's a podcast, enough said. All right, so moving on. I'm drinking. <laughs> I'm fucking drinking. Okay, Dude. then we go. Then we go to, to a the promo. The backstage promo with uh, Gorilla. Gorilla Monsoon. Gorilla Monsoon talking to uh, Jim, Jim Cornette, Cornette and, and uh, the yoke. Rikishi before Rikishi. Yep, the yoke. The, the Yoko. The Zuna. Yokozuna <laughs> and uh, Mr. Fuji sitting there wondering, man, what happened to myself? <laughs> like, I used to have Fuji Vice and now I'm We're talking here. about bearded Yoko, so we got like thousand yard stare. I'm too fat to be doing all this shit. Why am I here, God? Yeah. Yoko. And they were arguing because apparently Owen wasn't there. But he is. So says Jim Cornette. Yeah, and he's like, but not in the building. He's in Michigan. <laughs> and so Gorilla gives them the option, either A, Yoko defends the title by himself tonight in the main event, or he finds a partner, which will become a thing throughout the entire show, and they will do cuts during the really boring matches to just let you know, hey, Jim Cornette's ha like talking to some people, and he's hustling. So, yeah. that happens. Yeah, that's the thing. Doc Hendricks, a.k.a. fucking Michael Hayes, looks like uh, just a weirdo standing goddamn, there. Goddamn Sweet mustache mullets. and his mullet. Goddamn mullets, that's a thing, too. And All then right. uh, we kick into the next match, which is... Psycho Sid and Henry Godwin. Oh, oh man. boy. Nothing gets more Southern than these two right here. Oh, boy. Um, yeah, basically pretty much... Basically a seven-and-a-half-minute squash, squash match. match. It was basically a seven-minute squash match and with uh, Sid doing... Just getting the offense. squashing. Yeah, he was, taking, he was taking all that fucking heat. He was just like, nope, I'm going to beat him. And then hit him with the booty popper, a.k.a. the camel clutch, the Sid camel clutch. If you remember from the first episode when... Uh, he threw diesel in. He's popping booties for popping all the moms. Popping booties for all the moms. It was Mother's Day. That was a thing. Henry, not so much. Sid, I think, was popping more booty than uh, than Henry was on that one. So, yeah, Henry gets about, what, a good minute of some comebacks. Hit the slop drop. Gets pulled out by win. Ted yeah. DiBiase for, like, right when the three was coming down. They start arguing, blah, blah, blah. And this whole match, let's, let's explain. This whole match was set up because Ted DiBiase got, got slopped. slopped. On Raw, 
Yeah. And that just set Didn't him over the top. I think you hear that on a podcast in 2017. But you did. But you did. If you don't know, now you know. And you know spoiler I mean? alert, it happens once, but twice. Yeah, well, that is a so, alert, you son of a bitch. <laughs> so, yeah, so then they go back in, uh, Ted DiBiase doing some distractions, pulling some legs, doing some maneuvers. Sid pops him with a nice Hogan leg drop, sets him up, boom, power bomb, one, two, three. Yeah, he hit him with the power bomb to finish. Yeah, hit him See? with the power bomb for the finish. One, Don't two, drink three. at home, kids. It's not safe. No, drink at home. Don't drink at other people's houses. You get written on or your eyebrow shaved. People are dicks. Um, or a hot dog. Yeah, don't. That's, uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, That's a story for another time. <laughs> and then uh, yeah, so that was a three count. And then after that, uh, we had a little uh, skirmish. Who's gonna slop? Henry O'Godwin. Yeah, because Ted DiBiase and Sid are arguing over who's slopping him. And as that's happening, here comes Big Bam 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 to help with the save. But who attacks Bam Bam? Comma motherfucking Mustafa. AKA Papa Shango. AKA The Godfather. AKA The Good Father. AKA we can't remember anything. Charles Wright. <laughs> That's who did it. That's who was there. He Guilty. Came in. And then they were holding uh, Bam Bam back to try to, like, nope, we're slopping this motherfucker now. We're going to get him. So Ted DiBiase kept playing it up. Oh, I'm going to slop him. And I don't know where. Henry Godwin grabbed the bucket, slops Ted DiBiase for the second time. He ends up with, like, a celery stalk on the back of his head that looked like a cool ponytail. And by cool, I mean really fucking weird. It was weird. It was weird. He had, like, broccoli in the back of his head. Yeah, it was gross. Was it during this match, too, where they broke and... No, never mind. It's the next one. It's the next one. So then we go through. We get a... Was it the next promo between these two matches? Yeah, it was this match, right? That they did the promo with... I want to take you to a gay bar. Doc Hendricks rocking the Shawn Michaels hat and glasses. Either that or it was before or after. I don't... I think it was I just after need to, the We just need match. to touch base on this. That Doc Hendricks looked village peopled out more than any motherfucker I could ever see on the planet Earth doing some village people shit. Just so when you're editing this, Greg, you need to find that image of Doc and, and put, put it that, as our goddamn put thumbnail. Put it as the picture. Put it as the thumbnail. Note to the editor. That's right there. You know how many... That, that's listens right there, man. <laughs> Doc Hendricks with some Shawn Michaels gear looking super fucking like... Like a dad who we has have, like, we have all the village people tonight, right? Like a dad with like who's trying to be hip and knows that his that his son's gay, and he's like, "I'll go hang out with you," and thinks that's the attire to wear to a bar, <laughs> but he's just like, "No, dude, just come normal." And he's like, "No, but this hat's cool and these glasses look nice. They have hearts on I'm them." I'm a fan of Shawn Michaels. Yeah, so some cool stuff happens. They do the interview with the. Two dudes with attitudes rocking the gear that says two dudes with attitudes, or dudes with attitudes, I should dudes say. Dudes with attitudes. And, uh, yeah, they sit there, have a little convo, back and forth talking. Oh, you know, I'm so frustrated right now. I, we basically skimmed over it. It was redonk. Like, yeah, we didn't want to go through that whole thing. So. Terrible. So what's the next match, then? British Bulldog versus Bam Bam Bigelow with them fire-ass boots. Ooh, yeah, those boots were on point. They were flaming Hot Cheetos. And Bulldog rocking some classic Bulldog attire. Mm-hmm. That might be a thing from time to time because minus, I'm an attire guy. So yeah, minus the fucking braids. This is yeah. post, Sad day. Sad post day. braids. 
And post Lex Luger team up. Yep, because uh, Lex Luger had left for the WCW. Just showed up on Nitro. Yep, out of nowhere because they were on a handshake deal there. So uh, he shows up over there. So then uh, Diesel needs a partner against... Who is he facing? Is it Owen and Yoko? Yes. I think. I think. Um, on Raw. And the Bulldog said, I'll be your partner, blah, blah, blah. There's a huge argument going on in the ring. And out of nowhere, boom, goes the dynamite. Clothesline to the back of the face. Kevin yep. Nash falls down. Yokozuna lay and Bulldog, And Bulldog official heel turn. There you go, folks. Bulldog is now heel. Bulldog is now an asshole. <laughs> People like to boo him and tell him he's stupid. So, so uh, this yeah, match this match was, was kind of fucking sleepy. slow. Yeah, it was slow. It was very... Like, oh god, are we really doing shin locks right now? Are we doing wrestling? Why are, why are we doing actual wrestling? I want to see chairs. I want to see flips. right. It pretty much start, like the start was okay. The start was okay for the most part because it was bulldog just feeding to the crowd. Like, why you booing me? Uh, boo you, man. <laughs> boo and, you. And, and Bam Bam Bigelow basically going like, we gonna do this, bitch? Boo. We gonna do this? Yeah. yeah. It was a back and forth that like kind of happened. It was. Mainly, I think Bulldog took most of the heat. Bam Bam with the with the nice comeback, coming through. Uh, tries for the Bam Bam salt. That didn't work out like he thought it would. At least it's not as bad as the first one against him and uh, when him and Henry Godwin. When he tried Although that, he uh, had headbutt. some sweet moves though. Yeah. I felt he was more into that match than he was this one. Yeah, well, because you're working with the Bulldog. Bulldog was a hell of a wrestler. I mean, he still had. No, it. I mean the Godwin. I felt Bam Bam was more into the Godwin match because, honestly, I'm pretty sure for 90% of this match, Bam Bam was laying on the mat. I mean, Bam Bam wouldn't be with the company much longer anyway, so I figured that was the case where he's like, well, I'm leaving, so thanks, appreciate Fuck it. Fuck you, Shawn Michaels. It's basically Click. like, yeah, it's I'm basically out. like your last two weeks at the, at the job that you're at, and you're just like, I don't care anymore. Don't I'm just care. telling you, I'm going to show up. Thanks for the check. I'm going to go home now. <laughs> um... Yeah, no. Did they it cut? Was, they, I think during this match, didn't they cut to? They cut Sid, to. Jim or was Cornette it Mabel? Talking, no, it was Sid. They it talked to Sid. Jim Cornette, talking to Sid, trying to persuade him. You can hear some of the audio; it was super country. And I was just like, "Nope, I don't need that." But we get it. And, and that's Joe almost literally slit our throats. Yeah, and then we came up with a game while we were playing it called "If These People Show Up on the Screen, You Drink." Mainly it was, if Jim Cornette shows up, you drink. Diesel. Jim Cornette shows up. Diesel shows up, you drink. Sid. If Sid shows up, you drink. <laughs> Literally, we sh we're drunk. We're, we're drunk. Great. We're terrible. Um, so yeah, good little back and forth. Uh, Bam Bam with uh, the attempt at the moonsault doesn't land. He gets a little bit of a comeback. Uh, Bulldog moves out of the way as he goes for a corner splash. Moves out of the way, Bam Bam hits the turnbuckle, rolls back in, <laughs> Bulldog picks him up in one swift move, power slam, one, two, three, Ooh. your mama called, she said it's done, son, it's over, and uh, Bulldog wins. Bulldog wins! Which is a build-up, I mean, you'll see it next month, no spoiler alert, but you'll see it next month, that uh, Bulldog's uh, getting a little bit of a push here, so uh, keep an eye on that, folks. And then, uh, where are we at on this? This might have been the Doc Hendricks interviewing two dudes two between dudes. this point. Um, 
this may have been the I'll take you to a gay bar point. It might have been. Which was funny. Just because he was Two looked dudes super... with attitudes or gay bar, I don't. It was the same recall. thing. It was the same thing. Was it? Yeah, because he was promoting the Shawn Michaels shit while he was waiting for them to show up. Uh, and he's like, and then you get this tape for free, too. And it's like probably a 45-minute tape with, like, Ivan Koloff matches. <laughs> or not Ivan Koloff, but with, uh, what's-his-face, uh, Nikolai Volkov matches. Uh, all right, so next up we have Shane Dean Douglas. Ooh. Oh, well, before then, we got... Attempting presidential running candidate. Bob Backlund. Bob, sweet baby Jesus, you got the chicken wing, Backlund. Coming through, telling people that they are dirty, dirty, filthy whores. And that he and is he hates the only... everybody. And that he's the truth. He's the truth, folks. And then Shane Douglas comes out, mm-hmm. does a little sh- slip a slop. Yep, and this is all set up from uh, SummerSlam the month before. Where, uh, after the intense ladder match between uh, Sean and Razor, the rematch... Dean Douglas was going to school He was going to raid his filthy antics. And Razor's like, guess what? Fuck your mother. (laughs) Punch you in the face. And then he walks away. And so this is how this sets up. Yep, that's the setup to that match. And then while he's, he's going, Yeah, welcome to the ring, my opponent and the loser... Razor Ramon, blah, blah, blah. So then Razor comes out all walking, kind of cool. And then halfway, you want to say halfway or about to the wall? Oh, it wasn't even halfway. It was literally right out the entrance. They stop, they do the pan up. Like, yeah. they're going to look at Razor walking down being super cool. As they're panning up, he's taking his chains off at that point. <laughs> and he's like, nope, I'm going to fucking get you. <laughs> and Rance runs to the ring, gets the super hot fire fucking yeah, fire right out the gate. Punches galore. These razor punches are on point, son. Those fucking sounds were so good. Like, I was just like, no, just keep punching him the whole match. Oh, wait. We're going to pause. So, we want to say too sweet and happy birthday, birthday bad guy. To the, to the bad guy, Scotty Hall himself, it's, uh, it's his birthday. we're talking about him right now. But hey, might as yeah. well tell him happy birthday, a big too sweet to to the big dog. Yep. Not that big dog, but whopping, to the cool one, to the bad guy. 59. God, 59. That makes you feel old. Like, that makes me feel old, you know what I mean? <laughs> Razor Ramon's 59. And then I have to remind myself, yes, you're an adult. You, you're Damn. an adult person. And this shit happens. So, um... And back on track. <laughs> yeah, so Razor with the fire, this and that, and then uh, it all stems after that to a back body drop to the outside that knocks about, or that knocks Razor out. So Razor's sitting on the outside. Then we see a Dean Douglas luchador. Like, he was luchador as shit in this match, guys. Flipping. Yeah, well, he no, jumped not over even the top rope. No, he... Yeah, he, he did a fucking, not a, not a spring, he did a... a a catapult basically over the top with, with a, a double axe handle. Yeah. And then Backlund had the ref distracted because apparently you have to distract refs to show people that I can lucha. I don't know what was going on in 95. I felt like everyone was just luchaing anyways. Um, yeah, so we get that. We get a nice uh, nice plancha. And then uh, he throws Razor back in and then just starts working over him. Matt little, work, Matt work. Yeah. And then uh, probably, I think there was a point where it was a tease for a comeback, and then nope, Shane's like, not today, son. And then uh, starts I'll rolling back. I'll be a big back. star in ECW, he says. Yeah. Watch me this beat guy. him up. 
Um, then it comes down to a point where Shane's got him down and then goes for a, what looked like a running reverse slam <laughs> that he misses. Like, it was impressive, but he missed it. Razor with his comeback, he starts hitting some of them sweet punches, sets him up for the top, uh, for the avalanche backdrop. Nope. Shane elbows Elbow to him. The face. Yep. And then body drop. Or, yeah. No, body he, slam. No, yeah, because then he comes off with a crossbody. That gets reversed. Two count. Comes in. Razor starts getting some, some good fire again. And then sets up for the Razor's Edge. Gets him propped up underneath the. Oh, no. Take that back. Something there was a bump. The there was a ref bump. Okay, so then Razor standing there. Uh, Dean Douglas was coming in. And ref bump to the ref. As the ref was getting ref bumped. Razor grabs him, boom, Razor's Edge, props him. At that time, Bob Backlund Six. was trying to reset, was trying to uh, revive Resuscitate, the ref. yeah. And then 123Kid was out there, and he's like cheering Razor on, because this is right before the fucking heel turn. Slides in, and one, two, three, Razor thought, bluff, thinks he wins it, and turns around and it's the fucking kid. kid. And the kid's like, yeah, let's get excited, let's hug. And then we won! Like, no! Get the fuck out of right. here. Right, Razor had to remind him, dude, your job isn't a referee. Get the fuck out of my face. You and might be... pushes him out of the way. You might be stupid. And, yeah, yeah pushes might him. Be yeah, it was a good back and forth pushing, and then Razor with one giant shove to the kid. Kid flies outside. The ref starts waking up at that point. Then Douglas this with the roll-up and the tight bastard. Pull. One, two, three. Lame. Sorry, Scott. Sorry, man. Sorry that we had to review this one on your birthday. And what? you lost, but uh, and then yeah, there was a big argument in the ring with Kid and uh, Razor. Yeah. Which spoiler alert? That could be a future match. Wink, wink. Nudge, nudge. Nudge, nudge. All right, and then we're gonna fast oh, forward. Oh, we should mention during that match there was a cut between uh, Jim Cornette and uh, him talking Mabel. to Babel, to oh, King God. Babel, with Yokozuna standing there too, going. What? Fat off, man. It was a fat off. It was. Hey, let's talk. Let's put our bellies oh, together. What did I do? Did you lose your notes again? Son of a bitch. No, I, I got back. <laughs> um, all right. So that the fat off happened. The fat off happened. That was terrible. And uh, we all were like, "Please, oh. God, no!" For the sake of the pay per view and the main event. Please don't. Please don't. Someone call Owen. He should be there. Please don't. Please don't. And then. We're going to flash forward to 2016, and Kevin Owens steals Chris Jericho's scarf. Yes. No, that's not a thing. When did that happen? I swear to God. No. Because there was the, only the thing list. I, well, the only thing the I can remember... Coat. The only thing I can remember was the coat, because Dean Ambrose stole his coat, and then oh, fucking was it? cut it up. And he's like, that's a $15,000 coat. Which, by the way, how are you paying fifteen thousand dollars for a coat, Chris Jericho? <laughs> Wink, kayfabe alive. All right, but yeah, but no, anyway, that's, but this that will lead was... into the original storyline of nineteen ninety-five and Jean-Pierre Lafitte, the pirate man from Pirate Boy, yeah. Pirate Boy from Pirate Boy Land, the other, the other uh, village person yes. in this pay-per-view that uh, we mentioned. And they show the recap of him being a giant thief on and stealing Bret Hart stuff. And stole kids from gl- or stole, stole glasses, glasses from, from a kid. Where they plants, what we'll never asshole. know. We might someday. They He's a Captain Crook. Bret's a Captain Crunch. Bret's words, not mine. True. Bret 
said that right before it is pre-batch interview and we both looked at each other and went what in the <laughs> actual fuck was that it's about as bad as the time that he re recited phil collins lyrics before a tag match when oh. him and when the heart foundation were together that was rough although he did look pretty intense while saying it he did brett he looks did. intense all the time this is this is like all black Wearing Brett. Emo, emo Brett. He, emo Brett. He, he didn't. He didn't know what other colors. Actually, we're pretty sure this is his single color singlet phase, where yeah. it's like all black, all pink, all black, all pink. Yeah, because I think at the Survivor Series the next month he rocks all pink, <laughs> which is beautiful. Um, yeah. So uh, this is Bret Hart versus uh, Jean Pierre Lafitte over a coat. Over a coat. And fans' glasses. So I mean, Brett, we get it, brother. It's they cool. didn't know what to do with you during 95. Trust me when I tell they you, probably next won't month... They what to do with you now. Hey, it's okay. Next month, things get a little bit better. So, they go... They Or not next month. November gets better. Um, so they go. They're going back and forth. Brett's coming out. Major fucking pop from the crowd. Jean... Jean-Pierre Lafitte. Pirate boy. Pirate boy. Pirate boy. He's standing outside. And here comes Brett, because Brett's to take not off even his doing... glasses and go outside. Right, and Brett's not even doing his usual, hey, what about me thing <laughs> with the hands, you know what I mean? He's not doing that. He's literally raising his hands up like a fucking new guy on the job. Like, I'm a winner, and then, like, looks out, sees him, and guess what? Missile to your goddamn face. Brett diving through the ropes on Jean-Pierre Lafitte. Goddamn crazy. One person. of the most iconic fucking, you know, like, uh... What do you call it? Uh, Spots. Clips. Yeah, it's clips. Because they used to run those all the time, especially during the WWF Rewind. It would be Bret Hart <laughs> diving through ropes on Jean-Pierre Lafitte. And I was like, nope, that's what I was waiting for. That's the whole reason this podcast probably exists, because I wanted that to happen. So. Probably. Well, no. I would say this match was probably one or two on the card. As far as Best ranks. match of the night? Yeah. Yeah, no, this was... To one me, or two. I think this is number one. This was a death good ass one. The main event wasn't too terrible. The finish was god-awful, as yeah. usual. Um, so, yeah, they... Uh, Brett back comes forth, in. Back and forth, Yeah, back Brett forth. comes in. It's a lot of back and forth. Right, but he comes in with heat, and then Jean-Pierre Lafitte gets, the com or gets his thing. Brett starts teasing comebacks, and then Jean-Pierre starts, you know, just beating him down. Mind you, blind, or... Excuse I patched... Me? I <laughs> yeah, patched. I patched the whole time. I was like, blind, down. blind. Yeah, um, we're covering WrestleMania 7 <laughs> with Jake the Snake Roberts and Rick Martel. Hey, fine. you never know, man. We might. So here here we got uh, Jean-Pierre climbing the top rope, goes for the senton, splat, or senton bomb, a.k.a. what Vince called it, the cannonball, uh, misses it completely. Brett rolls out. That's when Brett's comeback hits. Uh, a vicious, vicious sternum into the corner. Brett's trademark maneuvers. Um, Sold. Uh, God, there was a lot of great stuff. The, um, what do you call it? Inverted atomic drop. Uh, we got the Russian leg sweep. The usual Brett Hart shticks. Um, speaking of lucha, though, Jean-Pierre Lafitte was major lucha tonight. The cannonball, and then the, what did... What did JR call it? A tope? He hit him with a tope! Taps for the tope con hilo, a.k.a. the flip over the rope. Misses it completely. This dude's just taking bumps left and right. He's a goddamn crazy person. Yeah. 
And then he picks Brad up for a steamroller that he botched super hard. Like, he yeah. about dropped himself but on his own head. it was pretty impressive that he, he managed to pick Brad. Is that what I'm thinking? Yeah, it yeah. is. He just botched it to where he could have fucked up his neck. Yeah. Jean-Pierre Lafitte would have fucked himself up, and we wouldn't even know what to do at this point. Pirate Boys would be no more, guys. Yes, we would Village have no people, more Pirate Boys. No more. To be honest, I don't think there's much of Pirate Boy after this anyway, so it's perfectly <laughs> fine. Um, some good back and forth. Uh, Brett with the bulldog. Brett with the middle rope. Elbow the five, five moves. So yeah, Brett's five moves of doom. Although there's a twist this time because sharpshooter doesn't work because Pirate Boy has super strength or some shit. I he's don't know. blocking. He's stocky. Um, I think he pushes him out of the ring. Mm-hmm. Yeah, pushes Brett out of the ring. Well, there was a point too where uh, Lafitte went up top for a diving headbutt. Misses the diving headbutt. They lay down for a 10 count, or, you know, near for the 10 count. And then as that's happening, Brett's like, you know what? Screw it. Puts his leg between Jean-Pierre Lafitte's legs. Pulls a uh, SummerSlam 91 with uh, Mr. Perfect. And applies the sharpshooter shittily, I should add, <laughs> compared to the 91 SummerSlam. Instant, instant tap, instant music. Yes. This time it was okay, I got this, hooking the legs, and then starts tripping and losing the legs. Then regains, hits it, pulls back, instant tap out, Bret Hart music. Bret doesn't let go for a good, at least 10, 15 seconds afterwards. Uh, wins himself out, yeah, wins yeah. himself out, and then uh, grabs the coat like he just goddamn won. jacket back. Puts it on, lets the crowd know, hey guys, this is what it was all about. A sweet fucking jacket. And you know what? If I was Brett, I'd be fighting for it, too. It's a leather jacket with tassels. It's a sweet Bret Hart jacket, brother. So, now to our favorite promo. Alundra Blaze oh, getting paid man. buku bucks to... Uh, oh, before then, they announce who Yokozuna's tag partner is going to um, be for the main event. As they announce that the British Bulldog, who apparently, I'm assuming, has reversible pants... Terrible outfit, Bulldog. What were you, what were you thinking? God rest your soul, but what the fuck were you thinking? Red and gold. What are you doing, brother? That's not Bulldog. That's not you. But and then is. you wear your WCW jacket. No. Yeah, he wore his WCW. I'm tagging with Sting jacket. No. And uh, that was always great. It looked yeah. cool, but no. And then uh, yeah, after that they announced that he'll be replacing Owen. Everyone's like, cool beans. That's all right. Cool. Let's do this. Guys. Um, and then we get a uh, a Lunger Blaze shilling, uh, in your house shirts, the because triple header. They shirt. don't have a women's division. Because they guys. have no women's division. Alundra got paid a hot tenner for that one, which then she probably had to pay back the moment she started chucking the videotape and the Wait. shirt out there. Yeah. Well, no. Yeah, she found she found a porno in, in the, the plants of, in the front of the house. In the front of the house, so good on ya. And then takes her shirt off to reveal her Alundra Blaze tank top that you can buy for ten ninety nine. Probably was probably it? a tenner. tenner. Probably a tenner. Yeah, ten ninety nine at the pay per view. What's number not blurred out? What are you doing? People are gonna call that shit. Well, that's why they have the thing underneath that says this number is no longer active. Doesn't <laughs> I mean we're not gonna read call that. it. Doesn't mean we're not calling it because we're fucking. One of these times, guys. 
we're going to find merchandise that we're like, yep, we need that in our lives. And no, then we're going to call that. Well, you know what's fucked up? And then up? we're going to cry and cry, and you guys are going to hear about well, it. Well, you know what's funny, too, is that if I think about it, if I can remember most of the goddamn numbers as a ch- from my childhood for pro wrestling lines, like the hotlines and shit <laughs> like that, there was one that was like, I think the WCW one was like, one nine hundred, something ninety nine hundred. I don't remember. <laughs> oh wait, it was one nine hundred nine oh nine ninety nine hundred. That's how I remember it, and I think that was for their hotline. One of these days, I'm gonna fucking muster up enough to be like, I'm calling it, and I hope to Christ, Gene Okerlund answers the phone, <laughs> because if that doesn't happen, it will be for nothing. Alrighty, so that promo happened, and then we get to the. Triple header, as they're calling it. All titles are on the line as Sean Sean and Diesel's respective Intercontinental and WWF title are on the line. And it's specific because whoever gets pinned on that team, they lose their title. So if, like, Sean were to get pinned, Sean loses the Intercontinental title, Diesel keeps his WWF title. Against the tag champions, whose titles are on the line, which no matter who you pin, you win the tag titles. Does it seem wonky? A little bit. But it's what it is. It's the booking. Yeah, it was the booking that they were having going on. And it's like, all right, cool. We see what you're trying here. You're trying to put the best best that you got going on. I think it was very positive. I try to be. I try to be, which I shouldn't be. I've been up since like fucking five this morning. I should not be that positive. But Joe's a good. Good uh, antagonist. I'm a good protagonist to my to your antagonism. antagonism. Yeah, yeah. There we go. We know words, guys. We're I'm smart. all sunshines and flowers, and you're all Glum. fucking puppy blood and <laughs> lamb sacrifices. Yep. Yeah. Anal virgins beads. sacrifice what? virgins. <laughs> Sacrificing virgins with anal yes. beads. All right, so no. we yeah. we get uh, I guess right. I mean, if that, you said that. no, so it's perfectly cool if you just said no. No. Um, we mean. get uh, yeah, Alundra barely made it out of the door. Like she barely got inside the in your house set as Yokozuna was coming out. Yep, bearded Yokozuna that doesn't give a shit about. He's his life literally anymore. phoning it in at this point in time. I think he looks exhausted. He's gaining all but that weight, man. God this is like the damn. super weight. God damn, uh, Jim Cornette, yeah, Jim Cornette, Bulldog with his goddamn WCW Ooh, you know what we should say, on. though, to break randomly, huh. because I said goddamn Sam Squanch, rest in peace, uh, Mr. Leahy, oh, yeah. who passed away, that was, that's, that's a thing, yeah, this isn't a Trailer Park Boys podcast, but no. But you know, rest in peace. There's a lot of people just croaking, man. It's not cool. It's worse than 2016. Yeah, I, think I don't know about. I don't know about, like, how many people because in 2016 we lost like Lemmy and fucking Bowie and Prince, Prince, like, George Goddamn Michaels on Christmas. <laughs> on Christmas, we lost George Michael. We lost Leia before 2016 ended. Mm-hmm. Bullshit, but. This is a wrestling podcast, not a we death. We digress. We're it's very passionate sad. about death. It's just sad. It's just sad. But yeah, so we get Yoko coming out, and then right then coming, bringing up the rear, it was the Bulldog with his uh, sweet Jim WCW Cornette coat. Goddamn fanny pack. Yeah. 
That's not a, that's not a thing. And then uh, we get Shawn Michaels. Uh, not no, as... we get dudes with attitudes. No, well, we get Shawn first. Not so coked out Shawn Michaels because he shaved the beard, which was depressing. Because you know how I love me some bearded Shawn Michaels. Um, he decided, nope, gonna go clean boy today. Coming out like a grown Ice ass man stripper. Grown it like you have to think that like you as a child grew up going Shawn Michaels is pretty cool. He's my he's hero. A hell, yeah, he's, he's a, a stripper. Yeah, that's the whole thing is you go get it. You become an Male adult. And you're like, yeah, you become an adult and you go. This man was a was a stripper. Why am I so such a fan of a stripper? And then you go, okay, I would see why because I'm a stripper and at heart I think I like to get naked. It's my thing. The triangle chest hair, the tree. Yep. You know, Sean had it all. A uh, little bit of back hair. This was yep. uh, not yep. giving a shit Shawn Michaels where he just had back hair and a unibrow. Yeah. And he was like, no, I don't need to groom. That's perfectly fine. And this, is, uh, and this is obviously pre-crooked uh, uh, cockeyed yeah. Shawn Michaels where he has to wear a hat to cover it to Sorry, focus Sean. on your life. Sorry, Shawn. Um, and then we get Diesel. And then they do the old uh, Shawn Michaels Diesel pose. With the, the, the stretch. Yep, with the stretch the leg arm. and the beep beep. And, uh, yeah, we kick into the match. Sean Lots and Bulldog standing start. around. Well, well no. Sean and Bulldog start that, things that, that is, yeah, never mind. And then they went hot, dude. Sean was just killing it, and then we get Same to three moves twice in a row. I seen it. Yeah, You'll it see happened. it, too, if you watch this god-awful thing. It happened. And then it ends with uh, Sean clotheslining uh, Bulldog over the top, skinning the cat, getting some of that crowd heat, and then uh, two dudes. Royal Rumble action, because yeah. he doesn't actually go outside he just yeah. my feet didn't touch look what i can do and then i don't uh, know when that royal rumble happens but that's the thing it was uh the, that same year it was 95 rumble it was oh. just in january so oh, that's when shit. they made the whole Shawn michaels skinning the cat thing such a big such a big deal um and then we get some things bulldog goes tags yoko yoko starts sumo stancing sean the cheeky bastard fix it, fixing his 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 ankle bracelet, his ankle things, yeah, uh, yeah, he Maybe was his pants. I but don't I know. feel, I think he was, I think he was uh, sumo stretching, and then Sean's like, "All right, the cheeky bastard that he was," and then he was like, "I'll sumo stretch with you. Let's have us a sumo match." That oh. didn't. Don't think it's gonna be as cool as it is. So it Yoko really charges. Isn't. Sean charges. Sean slides, and then clotheslines Yokozuna, or some. Censorious nonsense. Probably punches. I don't remember. Yeah, because there was that funny was botch. Punches. There was that funny botch too with uh, was it Yoko? It was Yoko. Yeah. Sean's punching That's Yoko. Right. Or yeah, Sean's dodging punches from Yoko, and then Bulldog, ducks, and then Kevin Diesel Nash comes is in. taking care of Bulldog, and then turns around just as Sean dodges a punch, so Diesel can punch Yoko outside the ring. I think well, was supposed to be a clothesline, but it was such a botch-looking clothesline. Because Sean was like crotch level for both yeah. men and there was fat protruding in the way and so. yoko pretty much sold that like it was gold man he was just like oh i fall out from here and then falls out of the rig and then goes all right that's how it goes so yeah that's where we're at when it comes to that match uh and then we're looking at uh what do you call it those two going you know toe to toe and then we get some diesel and some yoko action and uh yeah, that's pretty much when we kind of tuned out and just said, fuck it, this is... This was... Ridonk. It was good, but wasn't... I don't know. 
we were, we, I don't think we were in the mood for 95 wrestling tonight, guys. Right, no, it was just some back and forth going on, and then there was a point where there was a cover on Diesel from Bulldog? Yeah, Bulldog. Yeah, Bulldog Michaels covering Diesel. jumps off the top. Um, hits that sweet elbow smash, which made the crowd pop, like, big times. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, we went from there to, uh, God, just some cool back and forth, and then out of nowhere... Here Owen comes Hart Owen up, Hart. Jumps off the top rope, gets punched in the bread basket by Diesel, and then power bomb, and then win. Yeah, then Diesel pins of one, two, three, and apparently that wins you tag titles because Owen technically was supposed Not, to be in the match, but got removed or substituted. Substituted because apparently he wasn't in the building. But yeah, that's where we're at with that, and uh, that would be changed the next night on Raw when. Uh, they would acquire the services of, uh, what was his name, James Mason, their cool lawyer guy, and he said, Owen wasn't a legal man in the match. You can't pin a legal man, blah, 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 blah. And then they give the titles back to Yoko and Owen. So. And then it's literally like two and a half minutes of them, Diesel and Sean celebrating, and then a clip show of random ass shit that happened up throughout the pay-per-view. At that point, we're like, let's record and let's drink more alcohol. And here we are. So, uh, yeah, not too shabby. Not too bad of a pay-per-view. I mean, it's less rough than the other ones were. Yeah, no. Like, the other ones were super rough, dude. No Sid and Diesel. Yes. Events. Thank Jesus. Thank God. And no Diesel Mabel. Lumberjacks or Diesel Mabel or any of that sensorious nonsense. Yeah. But, till next time, guys. No, wait, before. We still gotta kick in, uh, best to worst. <laughs> Let's kick it best to worst and see where we're at. Best to worst, uh, what do you think the best batch was? Tie between Brett and Sean. Like, main event. Like, granted, we tuned out, but it pro if we were more in the mood to actually, you know, watch 90s wrestling. Right. <laughs> yeah, I would go with Brett. I would go number one Brett and Jean-Pierre. Just to be an antagonist, I'm going tag team Brett. Razor, and then probably the Whalen Mercy match. Yeah, I think out of all the matches. And then Bulldog and Bam Bam. See, yeah. I'm going to be the opposite. I think my, the best one was Brett versus Jean Pierre, and I think the worst one was Savio Vega and. Uh, yeah. Yeah. What's his face? Uh, Whalen Mercy. I think those were the worst. I think that was the worst one. Alright, yeah. so what do we do on the drink scale? I'd give it one to five. I'd give it a two. Two. Yeah, solid oh, two. Two. Two drinks. It wasn't that bad. We got through it pretty well. So, I think we did okay. Um, so, I mean, yeah. it wasn't like we quit halfway through like the second one. So. Right, exactly. So, yeah, that was our review for uh, the In your house triple header. Three. Yeah, and uh, hopefully we might be uh, special to you guys this month and we might give you... A twofer, a twofer for October, as uh, we may review In Your House 4 from uh, Canada. But don't count on it. Yeah, don't count on it, because we say a lot of cool don't stuff, hold your breath. and we never we, actually We don't record. want you to die. Yeah. Uh, we'll see you guys in January, when we're ready to Maybe for Christmas. Again. We might give you guys a special Christmas treat. Christmas episode. Um, but no, we will try to get In Your House 5, or at least a side one-off something or another. 
Yeah, we'll see. We'll see what we can do. There may be some special guests. Or may maybe not a be. Halloween. Maybe we'll do a Halloween Havoc just for shit. Just for fun, dude. We'll see where we're at. But in the meantime, you yep. know who we are. You don't know why we're here. I'm Joe. I'm Zach. Peace and we'll out. see you guys next time.